Good morning, podcast listeners. This is Ed Franklin with the edfranklin.nolimits podcast. Uh, you can always reach me at edfranklin.nolimits at gmail.com. I appreciate any feedback you can give me, and you can use that email address, edfranklin.nolimits at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Please share if you find something about this podcast that might help somebody else or um, you know, just good information. Um, share anyway, even if you don't think it'll help them. We'll see if they start listening on a regular basis. Remember, I'm now on uh, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Um, if you go to my YouTube channel, just put in the search at franklin.nolimits. It'll come up. Please join my channel and continue watching. You'll get notified, of course, when I do do a podcast. But again, thank you for listening. Um, today, in my normal fashion, I'm going to ramble a little bit. We're going to talk about a few things, um, primarily um, kind of accountability, you know, what we're doing to make sure we're reaching those goals or getting over those limitations. I um, and so I'm kind of calling you out, but mostly I'm calling myself out because uh, I finally got back to working out this week. Knee is 100% better. Um, things are going great. I'm about done with this heat. I'd like to get it to cool off a little bit, but it is what it is. So, you know, the four pillars to my to my uh, podcasts are getting over limitations, telling your story, um, self-esteem, self-confidence, and excuses. And i am told you before, I'm the master excuse maker. Um, I can use anything as an excuse and have, but there's times when, you know, it's time to stop using the excuses and get over things and get over those limitations. And I guess, first of all, recognize the limitations. So a few things have happened over the last week that kind of, but when I start thinking about this stuff, something will always happen that gets me, you know, gets me, you know, some, some um, ammo for this podcast and a couple of things. So I met with this gentleman yesterday um, from the Spinal Network and he is an interesting cat. He's going to come on my podcast and, um, you know, I think sometimes we see people getting over limitations that we can't even fathom. We can't even understand how to get over these limitations. And then we meet people that do. And, you know, it's kind of, it's inspiring for sure. Motivating too. Um, when I left that meeting and I'll, I won't tell you much about him because I want him to, you know, I want you to see him on my podcast, but on the way back. So a funny thing. So we were talking about reading books and I used to have this friend of mine that would tell me about all these books he read, motivational and business books and, all really good books. And he would tell me about pieces of the book, this and that. I do that myself. I talk about good to great a lot. I think it's probably the best business book I've ever read and the dream manager and getting over or, uh, delivering happiness and a lot of different things, a lot of different books I've read. And I've done a good job, I think at some level about um, applying some of those things I learned in those books to my life and to my leadership roles and uh, to nonprofits and things like that. And this guy read books like just all the time. I mean, one a week or more. And I, and I think it's important that we do do that. We read, we put good information, get education into our minds and things like that. However, at one point I asked him how much um, he applied from those books. And he said a lot. He said, I know I do this and I do that. And I said, you know, but I don't see you doing that. So and I was kind of calling him out and I wasn't trying to embarrass him, assault him, but I was right. I mean, he wasn't applying a lot of these things. So I said, hey, at some point, maybe you should stop reading those books 
gather information from the last book you read or, you know, maybe your favorite book and then apply, you know, what you're, what you learned. Now I'm not saying, I'm not telling you to stop reading books, but at some point we kind of have to stop, figure out what we read, maybe take a yellow sheet of paper and just draw lines down the middle of it and, you know, put on what I learned, what I'm applying and this and that, because we can take in tons of information. I see this a lot with sales training. Um, we go to these sales training or we read a book or we listen to a podcast or we do whatever. You might be listening to my podcast and say, you know, that's a good idea, Ed Hat. And then you go and don't do it. Um, so like I said, I'm not saying don't read. I'm saying apply what you're learning in, in any case. Uh, Kit and I went through this, uh, you know, to get over this limitation of our weight, we went through this process with a trainer and we're not necessarily applying what we learned at this point. And it's affected us, right? It's affected our, uh, the way we look and things like that. And we need to get back to that. And we are, and that's kind of what this podcast was about is calling us out and saying, look, if you want to, you know, be successful, if you want to do something in your life, you're going to have to make, take some action. I just posted something. I think today about taking action. I don't care what you do in life. If you're not taking action on something positively, you're not going to move forward. I used to uh, talk a lot at the Chamber of Commerce and I would, you know, we'd have this half an hour where I might go on a rant about, you know, motivation and things like that. And people would come up to me after the talk and say, man, Ed, that was good. Uh, I got a lot out of that. I'm really motivated. I'm going to have a good day. And they'd walk out of the off, uh, you know, and I tell them, look, when you walk out of here, you got to keep this in top of mind. You can't just, you know, stub your toe and then forget everything I just said, because that's really what happens to it, isn't it? We go to, we go listen to a speaker or we read that book or we listen to that podcast and we're all pumped. And then you get home and uh, last night I dropped a jar of spaghetti sauce all over the floor and it just went everywhere. We had glass, and, you know, spaghetti sauce all over the place and I had to clean it up and you know, any thought that was a good thought I had up until that point, now I'm concentrating on this spaghetti sauce that I just got all over the place. And we can't let those things get out of our, you know, get the good things out of our mind. We have to compartmentalize those things and keep the good stuff. And once we clean that up, we need to go right back to where we were at, that motivation, that, that uh, inspiration to things. But that happens to a lot of us. So... Um, on the way back from meeting with this gentleman yesterday, I was listening to a book. So let's talk about books for a second. I just said not to kind of stop reading them, but I went to cancel my Amazon Audible uh, monthly things. I was getting books and I wasn't reading it on paying, you know, whatever money I'm on. And I finally figured out how to cancel it online. And with that, I, excuse me, I had 12 credits towards new books. So I had to buy well, I didn't have to, but I was, they'd be gone if I didn't use those credits up. So I got 12 new books. And one of the books I got was Best Motivational Speakers. You know, it was like a compilation. It's just all these different motivational speakers. And I was listening to a guy, and you've probably seen him, and I don't know his name, but he's a Navy SEAL, big, tall guy, real thin. And he talks about making your bed. That's one of his things. It's every morning, get up and make your bed. They had to do that when they were in SEAL training. And I kind of started thinking, you know, I have a hard time relating to this guy or David Goggins or not that they're not incredible motivators and they have great stories and they have, they have a lot of little tips that will help you, you know, have discipline. It's just the fact that there's a good chance, probably 100% chance, I'm not going to be a Navy SEAL. I'm almost 60 years old, probably not going to join the Navy and 
Tennessee on. And some of the things they had to go through were just unfathomable. And I can't even imagine the things they were involved with. The, uh, uh, you know, the, the operations they went on. And listen, I have the utmost respect for any first responder, you know, fireman, policeman, border patrol agent. Um, SEALs are like the ultimate uh, fighting machines, right? And I have, and then they keep us safe, safe every day. I, I, I can go to bed at night because those guys exist and those girls exist, those first responders. But you still have a hard time kind of, you know, relating to what they've gone through. And I started thinking about heroes, you know, when you look at guys like Goggins or, you know, whoever, whoever you might be a hero, maybe it's an athlete, maybe it's somebody that, you know, you have a huge respect for their, what they do, their talents and things like that. And I thought, man, do we, I think we miss out a lot on heroes that are in our circle, right? Those people that we could look to on a daily basis and pick up a phone and talk to. Like, I can't pick up a phone and talk to David Goggins. I'd have to go through his people and, you know, do whatever. And any of these athletes, it'd be hard to like get them on my podcast or something like that. But, you know, we have heroes right in our own circles. We have moms and dads, kids, and uncles and aunts and friends and, you know, leaders that we know that we're probably not tapping into their knowledge or just, just being with them to like, by, through osmosis, get some of their skills or their motivation or things like that. And I think that's important. Um, listen, I think it's great to have those heroes, those people to look up to and emulate and things like that. But I think we don't, we, sometimes we're looking too far away and those people could be right in our own circle. My children, I have a couple of kids that are just killing it, you know, in life. And I look to them. I'm very happy for them. I'm very excited. I get motivation from them. And, um, I have friends that are doing, you know, that started businesses that are just really really cranking it now and you know those those people i look to i look to younger people a lot as heroes and you know how they're overcoming a society that's very different than the one i grew up in so when i grew up it just seemed easier maybe it seemed a little bit less convoluted so kids that can get the youth these days that can get through a lot of this social media bullshit and a lot of that i look up to those kids i i what they're dealing with is not easy. Now they don't really have a choice. I mean, they have to, you know, this is the time to grow up, but I still look at what they're doing. Um, and, and I'm impressed. I'm impressed with, um, my son is very computer. I mean, like crazy computer literate, not even like he builds them and he writes code and he does all this stuff. And it's just something I don't know how to do. So to me, it's super impressive. I look up to him for that and uh, the way he's handling his family and that. Um, so I guess my, my, uh, one of my goals for you is to get out there and look for those heroes, those local heroes that you probably know, you know, your parents or kids and things like that. I have an orange hat on, unless I'm going to work for, uh, Caltrans today, but I'm not. All right. So let's move on. Let's move on to that storytelling thing. This guy I met yesterday had a great story. Um, I say great story. He had an inspiring story. He had, he's good at telling it. He's an ex-sales guy and knew how to tell a story. And when he, when I get him on my podcast, you'll be impressed with what he's accomplished. 
in his life um, with some diversity peppered in. And, you know, I we talked about telling stories a while back and how important it is to tell what story you're telling people and what story you're telling yourself. And I know I sound like a broken record, but when you're out there as a salesperson, business owner, leader, you need to have these stories to tell us that, that are relatable, right? That people can go, oh yeah, I get that. That happened to me or uh, something. And I think quite too many times, and I've said this before, we think our story is boring and it doesn't mean anything. And it does, it, it's going to mean something to somebody. Um, whether it's, you know, I'd, I'd like to tell you to stay away from negativity, but if you can, if you've turned some negative situation into a positive, then that's, that's a good piece to a story. I told you in marketing, you know, this, what I learned was that you got to tell a story, you got to have a cause and you got to use humor. So keep in mind and practice your story, write it down. You know, um, some of it you don't need to tell, right? And you, you're going to have to figure that out on your own. But more importantly, when you wake up in the morning and your feet hit the floor, you got to be telling the story of what you're going to do that day. And it needs to be positive. No, you can't, you know, if you walk out of that room, out of your house with negative thoughts um it's going to affect you in a negative way the other day i woke up i just i don't know why i don't know if i had some crazy dream or something but i was just so angry and that anger just perpetuated itself throughout the day and i didn't yell at anybody or get on but i felt very uh i don't know maybe a lot of anxiety or whatever it was and i had a business meeting that afternoon and i really had to you know, talk myself out of this negativity while I was sitting in the car waiting to go see this person. Because it would have, you know, you, you've got to understand that you, that negative attitude, that, that it actually, it'll bleed out of you into somebody else. And you can turn that whole meeting into a, a negative situation. And I just thought of something when I was saying that about either a book I read or something about that exact thing where People can feel that negative energy and positive energy as well out of you. So you got to do your best to really, you know, uh, and I don't know if it's you could hug your child or you could, you know, read something or listen to some music that's uplifting. I have some motivational things that I listen to sometimes that before I used to walk into a meeting, I'd listen to these things. Man, I was just walking on air when I went in there. So these are these, this is a state of mind you've got to get yourself in. And I know it's not easy. I know I Dude, I do it every day, you know, every, all the time. Something will happen that's negative and you got to get over it. And when you're in that meeting with that person or that potential customer or whatever, you've got to be able to uh, change that, you know, change your personality. They say it takes like three times uh, as many muscles to frown as it does smile. And you've got to use that smile. I used to tell, um, people that worked for me that were on the phone, I said, you know, if you smile when you talk on the phone now, you look a little goofy, especially if no one's around you, you can hear that, you can hear that smile through the, um, through the phone. And I'm telling you, practice it. Smile when you're on the phone and you get a whole different kind of attitude that you're, you know, getting across to uh, the person on the other end of that line. Um, all right. So like I said, in typical fashion, I'm going to fly around here a little bit. We'll talk about um, excuses. My God, this heat's an excuse to me. I can use, like I said, I'm a master excuse maker. I can come up with a reason not to do anything. And um, I have to be careful with that because 
you know, you have enough excuses for the whole week. Pretty soon you look back at your week and you're like, shit, I didn't get anything done because you used excuses the whole time. I used to say that you can go, if you go to church or the gym, those are two places you never regret. You never leave church and go, man, I shouldn't have done that. There's some positive, something you're going to get out of it, either mentally or maybe audibly. You hear something said that resonates with you. Or and the gym, you know, you never go to the gym and go, man, that's a crappy workout. It might not be the best workout, but at least you went. And that's the that positive thing. Um, find those places in your life. Maybe it's the beach. Maybe it's a park. Maybe it's just sitting down for 10 minutes by yourself and kind of, you know, closing your eyes. I know when I get my blood pressure taken at the, you know, if I go to the doctor and I have to, they have to take my blood pressure. If it comes in high, I'll tell them, look, just give me, you know, 30 seconds or so. and I can actually, in my mind, take myself to the beach and just listen to the waves and people and birds and this and that. And the nurse is always amazed that I can get my blood pressure down that quickly. And it's because I've done it so much, I can get my mind, you know, off of whatever's stressing me out that's keeping my blood pressure up or whatever, you know. Um, I've had coffee before and had to go in, not thinking and going in to get my blood pressure taken. And of course, the caffeine get your heart racing a little bit, but I can always take myself to the beach or wherever. So find, find yourself a place in your mind or physically where you go to a park or something and just take a minute, get your mind straightened out, get focused on what your goal is, make that commitment, write it down, tell somebody, I, I use this podcast as accountability because I'm going to tell you, tell you that I'm starting to work out and I'm starting to eat better and I'm doing those things and I'm stopping eating this and stopping eating that because I want to come back on here in six or eight weeks <coughs> thinner and in better shape so I use this podcast <coughs> and Facebook and you know I'll tell people things just to make my own self accountable because if I leave it up to me sometimes it doesn't work out um, self-esteem man I tell you the world right now, especially with what COVID has created, um, our self-esteem is is down, right, as, as a nation. And I, I think I told you before, Jack Canfield wrote a book. Um, he's the co-author of Chicken Soup for the Souls books. And he wrote a book once, and he was talking about a Harvard study they did with kids that were four or five years old, and their self-esteem is just off the chart, right? And I want to be a dinosaur. I want to fly. I want to build a train, I want to build a bridge to Hawaii, whatever, these kids just came up with these ideas and they just had no, no doubt that these are things they could accomplish, right? So their self-esteem was off the charts and they took those same kids or a group of kids in the same situation when they're 18 and half these kids are suicidal. I mean, I don't know what our hell our education system is doing to people, but it's parents too. It's We get stressed out and we are not remembering to tell our kids how important are, how much value they have in life and that they are miracles, one in 400 trillion or whatever, the chances they were born. I mentioned that in the podcast earlier and on my social media. We have to build people up, right? We have to remember to do that. A smile in a grocery store, uh, you know, hey, you did a good job at a, as a waitress, maybe a little bit bigger tip, whatever you can do to help build people up, do it. I'm just don't pass up those opportunities in life to help somebody smile or help somebody. And, and as goofy and corny as that sounds, and I tell you, since I started this podcast, it seems that I'm a lot more, I don't know, 
I'm kind of way too nice in these podcasts because I wasn't like this before in business. I, as I was developing this podcast and kind of thinking of how, what I wanted to convey to you, I've gotten a little bit, I don't know if the word complacent is right, possibly complacent. I've just calmed down a little bit. Maybe I'm a little better thought out when I'm, before I say something, I think the allure to me earlier in my life is that I was a little high strung, a little bit, you know, let's get things done. Let's go, let's go, let's go all the time. And, um, it, it was, it worked. I mean, I got people motivated. We got things done. We had fun. Um, I think when you're sitting here talking to a camera, hoping that a thousand people or a hundred thousand people are listening, I, I, I don't know. I tend to be just a little bit more reserved than I would be if I was in front of those people on a stage or if I was in a work environment or a team environment where I had to get people pumped up. And, and it bothers me a little bit that I'm not coming across as aggressive, I guess, and not in a negative way, just in a more of a pumping up way, but it's what it is. And I'm, you know, I'm getting better at these podcasts and kind of learning. It's one of the reasons I like having guests so much is we can take it down a road, right? We can start, um, uh, this gentleman I spoke with yesterday wants to start a podcast and he was asking me some questions of stuff that I did. Now I'm no, in no way a professional podcaster. I'm in no way super good at it. There's other guys that are way better at it. They seem to come across different on a camera. You can tell that I'm using Zoom. I record my Zoom <clears throat> videos as I get better at this. We'll do a regular video with a backdrop or whatever we're going to do. But right now, this is what we're dealing with. And he was asking me, and I said, you know, the best advice I got when I started my podcast from my friend Matthew Iskey, who was on one of my first the first podcast I did. Sorry, it's hot drinking water. The best advice I got from him, I said, well, what if the podcast sucks? He says, just do another one. I mean, just that simple. Just start. Just do one. And that's that working out thing, right? Just go to the gym once and then make a plan to be there the next day or the day after and go again. I think, well, so that was, that was great advice. And, and the thing is with podcasting, there's really no rules, right? I can cast, I can do whatever I want. I can, I don't have to wear pants. I don't have to, you know, anything, whatever. <clears throat> and that's the, that's the great thing about this platform. And as I move into some other partnerships with some other companies on this podcast, we get to kind of design what we want, right? That's, I mean, how great is that? If you go to work for a company, they already have a, this box that you got to work within. We don't have that with podcasting. We don't have that with any of your podcasts. If you wanted to start at a podcast, you don't have, there's no rules. Um, but I was going to say about that, I think too many times we're too well planned out. We're, we we're, we got to have all of our ducks in a row before we can move on to something. And the problem with that is a lot of times we don't ever get started because we don't, because um, we're worried so much about getting our ducks in a row, we don't get the job done. Um, I don't have a plan with this podcast. I don't know where it's going. It's going to turn into something good. I know I know that. I feel that. But I don't have it layered out in exactly how it's going to work. When you start a workout program and you say, I'm going to lose 60 pounds, whatever the number is, 50 pounds, 10 pounds, doesn't matter. And you say to yourself, well, I'm going to lose that weight by next Friday, which is 10 days away. That, that's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. Um, 
unless you just starve yourself and you know you lose muscle and you lose everything else to do it right it's it's small bites right it's maybe two pounds a week you might lose five or ten pounds that first week you stop drinking you stop eating shit you stop eating carbs things like that but you're going to find you're going to need those carbs for energy at some level so you got to take away little bite-sized pieces if you told me i'm going to lose 50 pounds in six months i would say no there's that's more reasonable or a year maybe you know you're going to take those little chunks off um remember as you're starting to lift you're starting to eat leaner you're starting to do things like that and that muscle starts to build and that muscle's heavier than weight. So I don't even like using a scale when we talk about that. I'd rather use the scale I use is that I have pants in my closet that don't fit me today. So if they fit me in six months, I'm on the right schedule. And that's with anything in life. If you're, if you're planning on doing a business, yes, you have to have some basic, you know, where's your money coming from? How much money do I need for so long? Things like that. But if you think that what you plan is going to happen the same or right every day, what you said, you're out of your mind. It will not happen like that. Um, I This happens with my kids a lot. They'll ask me questions. I'll plan stuff out. It doesn't work out. I'm like, it's okay. You just kind of kind of go with the flow sometimes. It's not going to work every time the way you want it to work. And when we do that, we're setting ourselves up for failure, I tell you. When you read a, when you read a book... Um, you could sit down with 10 people that read that same book. And I, I could tell you what to define that book. And you'd get six, you know, you get 10 different answers out of that book. Cause we tend to listen to different things and pick up different information uh, when we're out there. So God, just don't, you know, have a plan, but don't make sure you're ready to veer from that plan. Sometimes, you know, it's like you're doing this the whole time. It's not a big deal. It's all right. So I'm still rambling. So let's go back to, uh, so limitations. What are your limitations? Big deal. First thing you got to do, identify your limitations. What's holding you back? Uh, if you want to be a public speaker, but you don't like getting in front of people and talking, that's probably a, not a good idea. Um, however, you can learn to overcome that. You can learn to talk in front of people. You can learn if you have good information and people are willing to, you can learn how to do that. There's places like Toastmasters that teach you how to speak in front of people. If you, um, you know, are a good artist and you want to be a great one, there's ways to practice that. There's ways to get over those limitations. It's a lot of times there are little things that are holding us back that we're afraid to address, right? We don't know how to address. Let me tell you something. When I was a kid, like a lot of you, I'm looking at my statistics <clears throat> of who's listening to my podcast and a lot of people are over 60 years old are listening to this and they're probably in a situation where they're you know they don't they feel like they're not wanted anymore in the workplace and things like that but they have so much knowledge and when we were kids we obviously didn't have the internet we didn't have this source of knowledge in our pocket that you guys have the first computer i ever purchased was a $3,800 compact computer that is one one millionth of what my iphone could do and the internet was just coming out. And I know some of you younger people, to hear that sentence, the internet was just coming out. I know it's hard to believe, but we lived through no internet. <clears throat> we lived through, we didn't have phone. We had wired phones in our house. It's the only time you, or wired phones in a business. That's how you got a hold of your friends. We didn't, uh, we couldn't text anybody or things like that. And I know it's hard to fathom, but for you that went through that with me, now, you can just put a question in the, you know, in the search engine of a, the internet and get 10 million answers. Um, 
I use YouTube all the time for tutorials to learn how to build things, learn how to do things. So when you're talking about, listen, I, I want to lose weight, but I don't know what to do. I mean, Christ's sake, there's so many resources on the internet that are free. You all have it in your house, I would assume. There's all these resources we have now. And you kids or youth, younger people, uh, take it for granted. And that's okay. That's not a bad thing. You just don't understand how we didn't have access to a lot of the things you have now. And, you know, vice versa. We had some things you don't have now that I think in the whole scheme of things were better for us or would be better for you too, if they were still here, but that's just what it is. You know, we give young people a hard time. I meet young people on a regular basis that are just kicking ass. I mean, I'm talking 20 to 30 years old people that have goals that they're they're accomplishing and they're and they're sticking to their guns and they're reading books and they're putting good information out there for people my age and they're putting good information out for their peers and things like that i i don't know where all the bad kids are or the kids that aren't producing but the ones i meet on a regular basis are just doing fantastic i just i'm really proud of our this generation coming up i think there's some big things and, um that they're going to be able to provide there's always going to be people that aren't producing or, you know, we have those at my age, we have those too. I'd rather concentrate on those positive kids, those positive people, those youth uh, that are doing, that are doing really well. So um, again, when you're, when you're starting to map out those goals or things like that, you, you gotta, you gotta be able to define them and get a good picture of your mind. What's, what that's wants to look like, what you want it to look like. I think that's important. And I think most important is the what, not the why, or how, excuse me. The why and the what is important. The how will just, ha it'll happen. If you can get focused on that end result, exactly what you want that to look like, or as close to exactly you can do it, your mind will figure out how to get that, or how to get you to that point. It's, I know it sounds like bullshit. It's not, it's true. Your mind will figure out you know, how to get you to that point. So get a clear vision in your mind of how, whether it's getting over a limitation or it's not even a limitation yet, or it's not even possible. I mean, look at the technology that's happened over the last 30 years. Uh, when, we, when I was a kid, I couldn't even fathom this, you know, that this stuff could happen, that it would be available. Um, some of it really positive, some of it not so positive, some of it's been negative, but that's just like, that's, that's always how that's going to be. So kind of back and kind of wrap this thing up. I've been on here for a while. Um, we, I, I have some good guests coming up. We're going to get, and, and I, I'm looking for more guests. So if you want to email me at edfranklin.nolimits at gmail.com, if you have somebody that wants to be on the show or the podcast uh, that you'd like to see on the podcast, it's very organic, very, um, very natural kind of uh, conversation we don't edit anything so you you get what you get i think hopefully my goal would be that we're more live where i just have people with me in this room and we're kind of talking about things because i think body language and and um, facial expressions and thing i think are important i think it's it can be funny it can be shocking it can be what the hell just happened kind of stuff but i think it's natural and we need to stay i want to keep this thing as like I said, organic and natural as possible. I think it's valuable to have, to listen to people converse, right? And 
I learned so much doing that with people and I hope they learn from me. So if you do have a guest that you think would be a good guest, and um, I think any guest would be good if you can just have a conversation with them. So uh, hit me up at edfranklin.nolimits at gmail.com. Um, I do appreciate you listening. I can't tell you how important it is for me for you to get involved. And But I need you to share my podcast too. If you see something that, like I said, that could be important to another person, please share it. Um, I had talked about demographics before. I think this is kind of turning into just a life podcast, right? It doesn't matter how old you are. There's something valuable here for you. Um, I believe in people. I believe that uh, inherently people are good. I think there's some assholes out there, but for the most part, I think uh, people are good and they want to do good things for other people. Um, so anyway, uh, edfranklin.nolimits podcast, please share, please continue to listen. Uh, have a great weekend. Try to stay cool if you're out here in Southern California. It looks like we're going to be ramping up and getting warmer again. Please stay safe. Um, we'll probably never talk about COVID on here because there's so many different opinions, but uh, there's no doubt there's something there, and I want people to be safe and make sure you're taking care of yourself And and because um, I need you for listeners, and I need your, your family needs you and your kids and your spouse and aunts and uncles they all need you around you have a, a intrinsic value in life that's important to everybody and i appreciate you so keep listening i will uh have another podcast next week hopefully with a new guest so um have a great week and we'll talk to you soon mm -hmm.